Chub Creek 169. Way back when, when we didn't have to think Come on in, don't be a tink The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm On the banks of Chub Creek Chub Creek elaborate song here. Hey, Chipmunk. I'm in a Disney movie right now. Ah, jeez. This bird making the coolest song, and now he doesn't. And now I'm stuck with this lame recording. <laughs> Lamer. Can you hear me? I was just, uh, I'm over at, where am I, Crawford Lake, which I did the boardwalk, and it's funny, the last time I was here, well, the last time I remember being here, I got, I got lost because I went around the boardwalk, which surrounds the entire lake. It's a wooden boardwalk, surrounds the lake. Oh, wow, cool lookout here. Uh, and if you don't pay attention, you just keep going around and around. <laughs> and that's what I did two or three times. And uh, it's amazing how my sense of direction and my sense of direction <laughs> has changed uh, in the last couple of years now. Because not only, and, and the difference in how much I, what stamina I have, how much energy I have, just from doing these trails. Because I remember a lot when I did that. I was exhausted. I remember getting back to the car thinking, oh. <laughs> and now, you know, I went around the lake and I was like, oh, that was kind of nothing. And then I just started heading out onto the, because there's other trails here too, so. And I have so much more energy. It's kind of cool. I was, I'm kind of leaping right now, leaping over a crack. It's kind of dangerous. Um... I was making myself laugh because I was thinking I want to record something but I'd like to think about what I'm going to say first so that it's not stupid and then I was uh, <laughs> kind of tracking this bug that was flying and uh, I <laughs> cautioned swearing ahead I'm about to swear so if there's kids in the room cover their ears um I was watching this little delicate dragonfly-like thing, and my inner monologue was doing that kind of uh, hinterland who's who. I don't know if you know this kind of... I think it's a very Canadian uh, nature vignette on TV. They used to be uh, used to be on TV in the 80s, even the 70s, and, uh, yeah, just a soft voice talking about some type of creature little music and so my inner monologue as I'm watching this little dragonfly kind of like half dragonfly half some kind of freakish wasp and uh, my inner monologue said the gossamer fuck face (laughs) is delicately trying to land on the leaf and I don't know why but that uh 
kind of got me into a little kind of internal giggle. <laughs> semi-external, semi-internal giggle. <clears throat> Anyways, to learn more about the Gossamer fuckface, please visit. And what was it back then? Because you couldn't visit a website. So what, what were you supposed to do? Go to the library. What did you do in those days? Can't even remember. Please phone. <laughs> Who would you phone? Phone someone. Hello? Yeah, I'd like to inquire about the gossamer fuckface dragonfly. Okay, sir. <laughs> what would they, you know, it's kind of amazing what the internet has done. Uh, <laughs> positively and negatively. Why is there caution, police caution tape here? You know, I used to walk on the, uh, okay, which way? That way. There was a trail, I think I told you this, there was a trail close to where I live. Kind of the first places I started exploring. More in the city, urban parkland trails. And, uh, <laughs> just exactly where I used to go walking. Apparently they found, like, a head, somebody's body... Uh, some kind of drug transaction. I think it was a woman too, so it takes on even more. Why is that, by the way? When someone finds a woman, like body, or a woman's been, you know, something's happened to a woman, it's more tragic than if it's happened to a guy. I guess maybe because females are more defenseless and picked on. Is that it? I was thinking about that this morning. Kind of weird. You know what? It really makes me think about is war. You know, how people kind of callously think of casualties in war. Um, but then if you were to think about the same number of casualties in war, if they were female, it would be different. It would be more horrible, which is weird, isn't it? I kind of don't mind it. I feel like it fits right, but it also makes me feel bad for not minding as much... <laughs> When, you know, thousands of young men are killed. Doesn't seem right. Oh, this is really beautiful. This is, I'm going to remember to come here because there's no bugs to speak of. I do have my Deep Woods Off sprayed on my arms. Oh, shut up. Chipmunks are everywhere here. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to come and eat your <laughs> chipmunk eggs. <laughs> My, my cat Pete. That reminds me of my cat. My cat Pete is so fun. You'd love him. Of course, that's lame, right? Everyone's cat is interesting to them. But I was just had such a fun, like last night. I was, uh, usually my routine is I come home with some groceries, usually on a Friday, and I kind of start some things cooking. And then I jump on the computer and I play a little StarCraft or I just kind of look on the web for fun things to read. I do some Facebook. Um, you know, computer stuff kind of takes up your couple of hours. And uh, then I get saturated with that and I get hungry. But while I'm doing that, the cat, uh, uh, he really likes to be close to me. So he he find his way onto my shoulder or he'll find his way onto my onto my keyboard or onto my hand which is like trying to work the mouse or type 
and he uh, he'll just fall asleep. He either fall asleep on my hand, <laughs> or he'll, uh, you know, he just like wants to be wherever I am. It's so fun. It's kind of new to me all this. And then when I get saturated with that and dinner's ready, and I'm hungry anyway, so I'm gonna go and fire up my steak, and I make my way to the couch. Right now I'm re-watching The Wire, which I just love, love that series. So I'm in the middle of, uh, towards the end of series one. And I'll watch some of that. And uh, last night I was watching it. And uh, Pete comes over, that's his name by the way, Pete, P-E-A-T. I'm still not fully sold on it. Everyone loves it, so it kind of makes me want to like it. Um, the the joke is that Pete is Pete refers to Pete Moss, which is a Scotch thing. Uh, anyway, so he just kind of got comfortable <laughs> lying on me, and he just fell asleep. And he falls asleep like a teenager. He's just like draped over me, like arms and legs, blah, head kind of like over under my neck, making himself comfortable every five seconds. Very super cute. Those are pretty. Stop and get a picture here. Um, oh, one other thing I was going to say about Pete was uh, <laughs> he, a few things. The other day I woke up uh, on a work day, you know, and the routine is I now I have to close doors. I don't want to go in. So I close my bedroom door, go to the bathroom, close the bathroom door behind me, have my shower, and come out. And he's, he's usually sitting there waiting for me to come out of the shower. This time, <laughs> He's over on the couch, uh, just sitting there, and there's a movie playing. <laughs> there's a movie, the, and the movie was Behind the Candelabra was playing, which is a very, very gay, um, it's a, um, I think it was straight to TV. I only know about it because I was listening to Rob Lowe's book. Oh, I forget the name of it. I like, I like his books. It's autobiographical, and I find it interesting. And he was in this as like kind of a not very minor role as uh, uh, so the movie's about Frank Sinatra and it stars Michael Douglas and uh, Matt Damon and Rob Lowe and uh, I forget who else and everybody you know they're gay as hell and it's really it's funny and also horrifying to see Michael Douglas in this role he nails it though it's quite a good movie and I'm assuming fairly true because it focuses on Liberace's kind of live-in husband without it really being his husband. And uh, I guess there was a tell-all something or other that to expose all these stories. And, and it starts out so funny because, um, you know, the character before he even met uh, Liberace, he's in the audience watching him do this cool piano boogie-woogie thing. And there's a whole bunch of silver hairs in the audience and, and Sinatra's, or not Sinatra, um, Liberace's trying to get them to say, hey, you know, at the right moment. And so they're kind of just watching all this silliness, and then uh, the two guys who are watching, they're, they're kind of whispering to each other, uh, yeah, they don't know he's gay. <laughs> it was so true, because I remember back then, even I was thinking, boy, oh, he's funny, but he couldn't possibly be gay. Uh, it was just such a different thing back in the 70s, 80s. So a good movie. Apparently Pete liked it. He was sitting there on the couch wasn't paying too much attention to the movie, but, uh, you know, cats can't understand English that well. And he doesn't like Michael Douglas. And, uh, um, 
Another thing I thought was funny about Pete was I uh, come home from work and, you know, I'm a bachelor. The bathroom, you know, I keep it pretty clean, but cats, they know that's where you go to the bathroom. Maybe he could, maybe he saw me going in there. Or maybe he's like, you know, smelling around and could, I don't know, right? And so he's taken a shit right on my black bath mat and he's folded it over to cover it. I mean, you guys maybe know this, but I was shocked. I was shocked that he could figure out how to fold, you know, he's covering it up. So I go to, uh, first of all, I stand on the bath mat and I'm thinking, why is it all messed up like this? And I turn it to fix it. And there's a nice little nugget in there all flattened. And uh, so, of course, I had to take it out of there and watch. So I started closing the door. Anyway, learning about cats. Got to keep the bathroom door closed and make sure it's spotless so he doesn't get any ideas. I actually want to train him to, uh, um, um, you know, shit in the toilet, which would be great. Apparently it's possible. Anyway, that's all I have for now. Let's see if I have anything a little later. It's really pretty here. So you can get a drink of water. You know I have the coolest system now. Oh that's not my water. It's my bug spray. Shit it's hard to do this with one hand. Sorry. Okay. I have a cool system now. Instead of fussing with, uh, you know, water bottles that you buy, um, I just get... Just open this up. Oh, I get a... Uh, just a plastic, you know, little-sized Coke bottle. Fill it half, all three-quarters with water and throw it in the freezer. And I do two of those, and... Uh, when, uh, when they're frozen and I'm going to go for a hike, I take them out and fill them the rest of the way with water. And right now I've got a bottle pretty much three-quarters of the way filled with ice, ice, ice-cold water. Oh, so good. Refreshing. Not too hot. It's maybe uh, 23 degrees, something like that. I don't know why I said 23, 25 not 25, not 20. Hmm. Oh. I feel like a bit of a thirst. You know what I did to Precious? Did I tell you this? Oh my god. Oh my god. So the building I live in, they're doing construction. And uh, they've, they've had to block off the entrance to the parkade. So, you know, it's underground parking. And uh, you go in now through the exit. So to facilitate this, they've got a traffic light there. And, you know, regardless of whether there's somebody in coming, waiting to come out, you've got to wait for the red light to go in. When it turns green, you go in, and then there's a guy sitting there. They paid a full-time, 24 hours a day security guard to sit there and wave at you when you go in. You know, so I, the light's green, I go in. And the guy's, you know, rotating his arm like pinwheels. Come on in. Ridiculous. And the first time this happened, the first day of it, I'm not used to parking on the turning right to park in this little tiny spot I have. And there's a concrete pillar, you know, kind of as a placeholder for it. 
my spot and and a car next to that so the tiny tiny spot and i misjudged it and i scraped the shit out of the right side of my car like about a foot wide from the middle all the way down to the bottom and it's heartbreaking so precious now is scratched up and i gotta i want to just pay for the damage so that i don't have to claim it on my insurance i don't know how that affects your lease not good news not happy about that so uh yeah that put a damper on my week for sure i have a birthday coming up on tuesday which i kept forgetting about but people people keep reminding me of it i'm gonna be 46 which is a shitty number it's just kind of more than 45 but when I'm, you know, when I'm 66, I'll think, man, that was young. So it's all relative. And, uh, oh, wow, those are pretty. There's a lot of purple flowers right here. Um, and Father's Day, I think it must be tomorrow, Sunday. Makes sense that it's a Sunday. So happy Father's Day to my papa and to all of you papas. Barba papas. You know what Barba papa is? You remember that? Okay, I'm going to take uh, a break for some music, I think. And, uh, I found some... Well, I told you. I found a bunch of great stuff on Jamendo. So we'll play a little bit of lounge classics. They're not really classics. They're completely unknown. They're the opposite of classics. So we'll see you in a sec.
Well, it's a few days later. Uh, what is today? Tuesday. Today's my birthday. Happy birthday to me. I have had two tall boys already, so I may sound a little happier than is uh, justified in this tornado watch that's happening right now. <laughs> you hear the how- wind howling? And I've got my camera. You can hear my camera clicking. I have it doing a time lapse. So, uh, yeah, the, the walk wasn't long enough on... Uh, whatever day that was, Saturday, to uh, do much more recording, so, whoa, oh, I think I got that, there was an amazing lightning strike just now, and I'm pretty sure my camera just caught it, oh, I love that, love it, you hear it clicking, it's doing an exposure of, uh, one, uh, 1.3 seconds, and I'm just, listen to that, and I'm just counting on, uh, on luck that I happen to catch, a lightning strike and hopefully uh, a tornado that doesn't head this way um, the clouds are moving so quick uh, that it just makes for a really amazing time lapse so what I do is I, I let the Nikon take all these shots and then when I'm done 
I'll let it do it for now until the storm's over. And uh, there's a tornado watch. I hope everyone's okay, by the way. In uh, Aaron and Guelph and up near Newmarket, I think there was a tornado warning. So t- tornado watch is when they're kind of wondering, and tornado warning is when they're pretty sure it's ha- going to happen. And, um, oops, I'm overexposing. Hang on. Just turn this down a bit. 1.6 seconds. That's a bit better. Hope I didn't overexpose with that lightning strike. That would have been tragic. Um, and I'm not shooting in raw either. When you shoot in raw, you can kind of adjust the exposure a little bit. But uh, I'm shooting in JPEG because what I do is I, when the camera's done shooting, I take all those JPEGs and I stitch them together in QuickTime and make a movie out of it. And uh, it's pretty neat. It's just one of those, it's where you see the clouds moving quickly, you know. Anyway, so today was a really f- wonderful day. Um, this has been a very tough week at work um, just because of a lot of high-stress things happening. But today, uh, not that I I don't talk about work at all, except for uh, I can say today that uh, I had to present at a town hall of ours and a uh, really very wonderful thing my boss did was he warned me, he said, wear a flak jacket because we're going to trash you today. And uh, I said, oh, geez, okay. So I show up and uh, uh, I, was gonna, I, had to, I was supposed to present something. And, uh, but before my turn came up to present, he says, oh, wait a minute, let's bring Dave up here. And so he brings me up and uh, makes me stand there. There's like about 150 to 200 people in the audience. And... Uh, he says, okay, there's a song, everybody, uh, you know what to do. And they started to sing it, and they said, wait, 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 everybody stand up and come on up here. So everybody stood up, and they came close to where I was standing at the front of the stage and sang happy birthday to me. And it was, uh, and I took a panorama photograph of it, and so it was just a spectacular moment for me. I really enjoyed that. It made me feel really, really warm and welcomed. So got to hand it to him. I have a great boss. But anyway, enough about work. So birthday today, uh, I have no plans other than um, some tall boys in some Swiss chalet. But um, mom and dad uh, treated me this to a wonderful dinner over at Canyon Creek, little steak joint nearby. It was kind of a Father's Day slash birthday dinner. And I had, dad and I had both the same thing, a 16-ounce slice of 40-day dry-aged probably prime Canadian beef and oh my god it was good it was just wonderful I had it a little bit rare which I like and dad probably a little medium rare and between us it was probably one of the best meals we've ever had um, so that was good and mom had a nice I don't know what she ordered it was a nice little lobster dish it looked delicious with a little piece of a uh, little piece of um Top sirloin, little steak, top sirloin steak. And this little hockey puck size, not even. And I think she enjoyed that. That was really nice. It was a really memorable little afternoon we had. And what was really funny to me was, you know, the, the what our plan was just to go have dinner. but uh, So they came for a visit beforehand. I should have recorded it. But they were sitting here. Um, sorry about the camera. I'm going to move it away. I was hoping for some lightning sounds to start. Understand. Um, 
my mom noticed I had a massive collection of coins. I just kind of take the coins out of my pocket and I put them in a, a, one of two locations I have for my loose change. And I had like, you know, three or four pounds of loose change sitting in these two silver. One is in a um, metal uh, um, mug that they actually gave me from England. And another one was like just a big silver goblet full of coins and it just looked like riches. So mom got uh, rolling coins. So it was funny. I was sitting in the kitchen making coffee and it was mom and dad standing at the wooden countertop rolling coins. <laughs> and they were enjoying the hell out of it. And so I had took that as a photo opportunity. So it was very funny. It was great. One of my favorite photos of them um, kind of just enjoying themselves. Uh, it's fun being unapologetic about the things that uh, give you pleasure. Um, anyway, so I uh, don't think I have anything else for you. I'll see, uh, maybe I'll come back in a minute if the storm picks up again, because I have a feeling I can see the clouds on the horizon, and I don't think this is the end of it yet. So uh, we'll pause for a bit and come back. joint, right? Uh, to be clear, Mom is talking about a joint on the wood railing. <laughs> yeah. And that's just want to show you how the water starts to get in there, and before you know it, it eats away. What a shame. Well, I'm surprised, though. Is this cedar? This must be cedar. Oh, I'm sure it is, yeah, but it's also pressure treated or whatever it is. I'm back at Crawford Lake, and I the sound you hear is a pretty authentic massive native drum somebody's bashing on I'm just describing to the tourists how they're made I guess little fishing yeah there's some big fish in here mm-hmm. uh, I'm just here with mom and dad yeah it's probably great diving it okay. um there's a huge look, bass-looking thing that I saw here last time, like a foot long or two feet long. Mm-hmm. Color is pretty though. Eh? Mm-hmm. Better with sunglasses. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I didn't record any more. This is sporadic, isn't it? So I'm back at Tome now, uh, a week later. So this is over a few weeks. All this stuff. Uh, my intention was to record uh, as I had something to say, but it didn't really, really turn out like that. So, um, but kind of neat to break it up. Um, I just, uh, I'm going to wrap it up, but before I do, I wanted to describe my uh, uh, um, my Saturday because I decided, I for some reason I don't check the weather, but I should have because when I got down to Long Point, I was going to do, a, I just felt like being... Uh, way out uh, on this very flat swampland called Long Point that I really just enjoy the the scenery, the landscape. It just feels nice. But uh, little did I know that after this much summer, it's only been about three weeks since I was there and it was all dead. Now it's overgrown and lush and tropical kind of down there with uh, all these reeds going out of the swamp and these tall grasses that are about twice as high as me. Um, uh, and it was absolutely scorching hot and I was just 
immediately so annoyed by the heat. <laughs> On top of that, there were bugs galore. It was there were these nasty little I don't know deer flies, probably horse flies actually, because I got one right in the back and it was like zap uh, for the whole duration of my walk, and it was just shitty, long, too hot bug infest and even the swallows which i usually love the swallows were actually dive bombing my head and going like just almost touching my hat and i thought for the whole for the whole walk i thought at any moment i'm going to get pecked right on the forehead with one of these little bastards um anyway so not that wasn't much fun and, and but um so i planned on doing some recording there uh and i didn't so but i had a good day today the the, the folks came over <laughs> um, and my parents are my entire social life, by the way. And we went uh, across the road. They have this flea market right across the road. So that was fun. I got some, um, you know, questionable uh, uh, Hungarian-looking uh, uh, sausages and some cherries, some Niagara cherries, I think, and some uh, some Ontario strawberries and, and some onions and stuff. It's fun to go to the farmer's market. Uh, but again, it was just too hot. Uh, and muggy and crappy. Um, but anyway, that's it. That's all that's going on with me this week. And I'm going to sign off. I hope you have a great uh, week yourself. And please get in touch with me. Keep it, I say get in touch, but I mean keep in touch. Stay in touch. Touch without touching. Just speak. Keep your hands to yourself. And um, we'll see you soon, okay? So take care of yourself. I love you. And uh, have a good one. Bye. <laughs>